Hi, friends. Well, this past weekend, I successfully joined the Tongping movement. For those of you not familiar, it's actually a social movement out of China that roughly translates to lying flat. And that is exactly what I did for most of the weekend. And I'm pleased to say I did it with absolutely no guilt. For someone whose word of the year is unstoppable, if you haven't listened to the podcast, be sure to go back and listen to the first one of this year. But the idea of lying flat was actually in service of my ultimate goals. This week, I want to talk about how sometimes the opposite of what you intend is exactly what you need to accomplish the overall mission. Sometimes doing nothing is everything. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess. Mika Hill. Anyone else come running into the new year? Life has been nonstop between holiday activities, travel, special projects, and a host of other things. And last week, I started a New Year's detox, and I also had a late night presentation on Ayurveda for a group on the West Coast. My body needed a break between the detox and the self-induced jet lag. And I'm wondering, has anybody ever had their body say, no more? Today, we do nothing. Well, for me, nothing Friday afternoon became nothing on Saturday, became nothing on Sunday, and it was just what the doctor ordered. The weekend was full of quiet time, observing the cats on the patio, inward contemplation, and Of course, I still wasn't feeling quite right on Monday, and following a COVID test, I realized that the virus had found me, and I'd be doing nothing for a while longer. So, in the past, my default of the prospect of a forced break would have been frustration. Utter frustration. It's one thing to do nothing for a day or two, but for me, 10 days? (laughs) Usually, my MO would be to push through. When faced with a forced break, it's easy to let the guilt pile up for everything we should or could be doing. I mean, you can still do things while quarantining, right? Wrong. Sometimes nothing is everything. Hear me out. With the knowledge of a few time-honored traditions taken from my yoga and Ayurveda training, instead of seeing gaps or flaws in myself by needing to physically take a break, I looked at things a little differently this time, and boy, what a difference. With that in mind, I would encourage you to do the same, physical illness or not. Our bodies need a break, and in doing so, we can actually be more productive on the back end. So what is there to learn from a gentle reprieve every once in a while? The realization is that everything, even the breaks, is part of the journey, and there is always enough time to get everything done. 
We have this innate wisdom within, the ability to know exactly what we need and when we need it if we tune in. And in the Clarity Club, I talk about tuning into your body compass. Your body is one of the greatest indicators of what you need. It's also the source of a wealth of information when it comes to decisions. Many disciplines actually talk about having three centers of intelligence in the body. Sometimes they're called energetic centers. Others call them wisdom centers. Regardless of what you call them, they each speak to us differently. The centers are the mind, the heart, and the gut. And in the West, we're biased towards the cognitive center, the mind. Most of us live in our head and only use a third of the wisdom available to us. We're trained to think rationally. We're trained to think logically. And it certainly benefits us to be able to analyze and review. And it's great that we've embraced it so passionately. But in doing so, we've moved away from our intuition and our ability to feel. The other two-thirds of intelligence and wisdom are essentially being wasted. And in doing so, we end up having to put so much more effort into accomplishing the things that we attempt. I'm trying to remember where I heard it, but someone used the analogy of our bodies being like butlers. They get us dressed, they brush our teeth, we comb our hair, and our bodies take us to meetings. And then they just hang out there in the background so our mind can take over. And I thought, you know, this is such an accurate description. We use our bodies for tasks. We push our bodies to accomplish our goals. But we don't always listen to what our bodies need to help them function optimally in the long term. And it's not until they don't cooperate that we finally tune in. So this year, my word of the year was, and it still is unstoppable. I mean, I've got things to do, places to be, people to inspire. Anyone else got a list of things that motivate them each day to get them up and get going? Right? So what do you do? When your body chimes in and tells you one thing, that it needs a break, but your commitments are telling you something completely opposite. Go, go, go. The thing is, everyone has commitments. Commitments we make to ourselves, commitments we make to others. What we commit to really creates the balance and in sometimes the imbalance in our lives. Commitments can absolutely move us toward our goals. However, when we overcommit, they actually impede our ability to be present and live a life full of well-being. Ah, the whole balance thing. If you still need to download an invitation to balance, please visit truebasishealth.com and grab your copy at the bottom of the homepage. So you may be saying, I get it, Mika, but how do I honor my commitments while honoring my body, mind, and the other wisdom centers that often get placed on the shelf. Three things come to mind instantly. <laughs> that darn mind, always thinking. Essentially, it comes down to living the soul intentions. In yoga, we talk about the union of the mind, body, and spirit. So in that vein, let me explain the soul intentions. The first intention is a joyful, energetic body. When your body is the go-to, the butler of your life, what can you do to celebrate it and bring it back into focus and balance? The two top things on my list are mindful movement and nutrition. When I think of mindful movement, I think of yoga, but yoga doesn't have to be 
taking 30 minutes to an hour out of your schedule to do a formal yoga studio class. There are several limbs to yoga, one of which is pranayama. And the simple practice of pranayama or breath work while doing gentle mindful movement in your home or even at your desk and being aware of the sensations in your body is a great start to creating an energetic body. Um, You know how I told you doing nothing is sometimes everything? (laughs) I have a t-shirt that says, I'm just here for the Shavasana. And sometimes I take it quite literally. For non-yogis, Shavasana is a deeply relaxing pose or asana in yoga. It's referred to as the corpse pose, or as my yoga mentor, Claire Diab at the American Yoga Academy calls it, relaxation pose. Much nicer sounding there. The pose is practiced by you lying face up on the ground, arms and legs comfortably spread, and your eyes closed. And it might look like taking a nap, but honestly, it is a fully conscious pose where you are awake but completely relaxed. And my sister laughed when I showed her my t-shirt and told her it was one of my favorite poses. But honestly, it's more challenging than you might suspect. Doing nothing surrendering. That skill is everything you need to become more productive when you really need to be. So every time I do Shavasana, I mentally hear Claire's relaxing voice saying, nowhere to go, nothing to do, just be. And I'm telling you, lie flat, do nothing. There's a lot to it. Claire's got a great set of videos on YouTube if you're interested, and you can just fast forward to the Shavasana at the end. Check her out, AmericanYogaAcademy.com. So next time your to-do list has you becoming a human doing instead of a human being, I want to encourage you to try a little Shavasana. The other thing about a joyful, energetic body is nutrition. In Ayurveda, the world's oldest holistic healing system, There's a big emphasis on nutrition and digestive fire. We have to digest everything from our food to our emotions. And when we provide our bodies with the best fuel, it returns the favor many times over. And this comes down to eating what we know is in the best service of our bodies. Colorful, lightly cooked veggies, grains, drinking plenty of water, nurturing our body one meal at a time. And you notice I said we also have to digest emotions. Guarding our feelings and honoring our emotions is crucial. In the Restore Roadmap, a course within the Clarity Club membership, there's actually an entire module on eating for your specific mind-body type that really hones in on how to support your gut, one of those other often less used wisdom centers. So, okay, number two of the soul intentions, a loving, compassionate heart. We'll talk a lot about the heart in February, but I'll give you a little preview. Become aware of your emotions. Stay compassionate to what arises. The heart, another wisdom center, can be extremely helpful in guiding your actions. We all want love. And while it's nice to receive from others, the fact is we can do loving things for ourselves that are in service of our goals. Listening to your body and giving it the attention it needs for one accepting that we don't need to control every situation and appreciating our body for what it does on the daily. All these actions are examples of having a loving and compassionate heart. Turning into our heart and what it wants ultimately helps us accomplish our desires in the end. 
And I'm sure you saw this third one coming. Another soul intention, number three, having an alert, reflective mind. And what this comes down to is focused awareness. I'll never forget that during our Chopra meditation certification, Dr. Deepak Chopra saying, if you don't have time to meditate once a day, you should be doing it twice. If you are looking for shortcuts, this is as good as it gets, my friends. There is something to be said about doing less to accomplish more. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but from experience, it does work. When you are overwhelmed and chaos and commitments pull you in multiple directions, even taking 10 minutes to step back and tune in or rather yet tune out can take you out of your head, out of protocol and help you reconnect with your other wisdom centers. Doing this is literally like pausing time and effectively it makes you feel like you have more time. It's the weirdest concept, honestly. An alert, reflective mind could be accomplished, like I said, through meditation and using a mantra. It could be simply witnessing sensations of your body and getting curious as to what arises. It could be listening to the sound of your breath. Just be aware in the moment. Let time pause. Doing nothing can absolutely be everything. Now, lastly, Something amazing happens when we practice the soul intentions of joyful, energetic body, loving, compassionate heart, and alert, reflective mind. It's actually the last soul intention. Something you might notice as a result is lightness of being. Lightness of being is best felt living in the moment with no resistance to what is, no anticipation of the future, no regrets of the past, just Like Claire said, nowhere to go, nothing to do, just be. It's when doing nothing becomes everything. And in that moment, some people find flow. And with that flow, we accomplish goals and make our commitments with energy, joy, and emotion needed, all the while honoring our body, mind, and soul simultaneously. So until next time, Consider doing nothing, because in doing so, you might accomplish everything. This is Mika Hill, signing off. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, a clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.